Are the Iconics out? Have they inspired a people to uh, leave the ring? That's what's going on right here. Plus, we have news today on Sports Kita Wrestling's top story of the day about Athena, formerly known as Ember Moon in the WWE. She had some pretty glaring, damning things to say about WWE in an interview uh, and about her time there and her disappointment with getting uh, lost in the shuffle of WWE, to say the least. Plus, Becky Lynch, Trish Stratus, could this match happen? It could happen. We Yeah. Uh, we also have news of a possible WWE outbreak of COVID-19 in the company right now. And we're not done there. We have even more news. W. Morrissey making his all-elite wrestling debut. He's seven foot tall. He's back. He's working for MJF. And apparently you can't teach that. And... And we have some good news. We have some loving news to share about the world of wrestling. A lot to get into. Don't go anywhere. Share that link. Oh, you streak. Watch out, watch out, watch out, watch out. Watch out. Watch out. Watch out. Death metal. There you go. All right. So you're watching. Watch out, Army. What's up? You're listening Kev, to this. Was Kev going for Tiny Tim there? For uh, yeah, a little bit. I was going high register. <laughs> uh, if you're if you're watching this and you haven't hit the like button, you're watching it for free. Go ahead and do that. It's free. It helps us climb up the old proverbial uh, internet ladder. To the, the algorithm. The algorithms. We gotta we gotta pick up that big algorithm every day and slam it on his ass. Yeah. All right. Uh, and if you're with us the first time, tell us where you're watching from and get on screen and get in the conversation. And drive the show. There are several people in this who spend hours with us every single week and we really really appreciate that a lot of news to get into in today's show uh, and we will touch on all those things we teased at the beginning of the show and uh and, and it, it will be goofy here let's get right into some serious stuff here uh the inspiration formerly known as the iconics in wwe putting out this statement here in the last 24 hours uh that basically says that they are stepping away from the ring indefinitely and they had a very short less than a year long run with impact wrestling where in their first match they acquired the impact knockouts tag team championships uh they made their debut i believe at the slammiversary pay-per-view would that be correct back in october it sounds about right yeah and uh they had a strong run there um but it seems like for whatever reason that we are not aware of that they've made the call uh, to work together once again as a team after leaving wwe and work uh as a team outside of it and now they are wrapping it up as a team it's very interesting that a lot of their decisions are so uh in in sync with each other uh, who knows what is leading to this uh this doesn't appear like a return to wwe or some people kind of say that no they're getting out of the ring indefinitely that is the word we don't know why but i can tell you i've not heard anything about a return to wwe if i'm wrong i'm wrong you know i've asked around but I ter- I've heard, uh, I've uh, been told that no, this is them stepping away from the business for the foreseeable future. Kind of a bummer, right? Yeah, it's almost like the Bella Twins. I mean, they kind of went out at this, you know, uh, kind of early. I mean, they they had a long run, but obviously, still, you know, there was a lot left that they could have done. Much like the uh, the inspiration, it's kind of like a similar situation where they just want to maybe go on and do other things. It is kind of funny though because you know there there was the report that WWE wanted them back. Um, I think they personally uh, rejected that deal, though. Uh, so, yeah, the, the the WWE is probably not in the future there. Obviously, um, Cassie is married to Sean Spears of AEW. So, mm-hmm. uh, 
you know, maybe, uh, uh, maybe, uh, they, maybe they want to have some kids possibly who knows. Um, I'm not sure uh, if Jesse's with uh, anyone at this time or not, but I mean, obviously Cassie and Sean are married. So maybe it's time for, maybe it's just time for, uh, for them though. They, uh, they did have a good run in impact impact has got a tremendous knockouts division. So it was no surprise that they uh, made a big splash there. I support whatever these two women want to do. These two women absolutely killed it in WWE. They killed it as the inspiration and impact. And if they want to do something bigger, like, I don't know, start a podcast, start a show, start a movie, or go into movies or TV, or even just, you know, be mothers and then just, you know, have some pop out some kids, do it. You know, it's fine. I love, I think they're great. And if they do decide to come back into pro wrestling, everybody's going to welcome them with open arms from the fans to their peers. So I think this is good. This is an, this is okay. It's not mm-hmm. heartbreaking. It's a little heartbreaking because you're, you know, you're a fan, you like them, yeah. but at the same time, you know, sometimes you got to just let them go, let them do their own things, work on themselves. And sometimes when they come back, they come back bigger than ever. So I wouldn't yeah. roll it out. I'll come back. Yeah, I don't think it'll be WWE. I, you know, Impact would gl- probably gladly wel- welcome them back. I, um, I wouldn't rule out WWE. I don't Cody's know. Cody's going back to WWE. I wouldn't. I, wouldn't rule out WWE. I I don't know. Uh, I don't know if they. I, they're really weird on age sometimes, and so I don't know on the women's division. I mean, they're pushing girls that are nineteen and twenty-one right now. So I don't know if a WWE would do that. You know, to be honest with you, there, there's, you, you uh, let me respond teach, to this comment real quick. Te- like to, to borrow a phrase. There's some things you just can't teach people, all right? And they're teaching people some right. things. And if WWE is going to spend money to bring Cody back into the fold from another organization, it would not surprise me if they would do it here. Um, but I'm not ruling it out. You know, if Cody's coming back to WWE, I'm not ruling it out. I think whatever yeah, I guess cuts you could say anything could happen anymore. What? I didn't, I didn't mean to cut you off, Jeremy. What did you say? No, I said, yeah, you could say anything could happen with Cody yeah. uh, being switched over there, but I just don't see it. I, I, I think they, never, I, I think I, they I'm fit better elsewhere. Mind, I'm always in the mind that never say never, and, and you know because just because it, they've done business when with people that you would never expect doing business with. Mm-hmm. Um, and and to kind of um, respond here to Valtteri Tawari's comment, they did not kill in WWE. Well, they didn't kill. They they stopped doing well when they got separated. Yeah, when they were together, they were absolutely fantastic oh, on the, either brand. They were. I was really paying around. I, I really, absolutely when, love when them. They bit on SmackDown. I thought that was funny. Crowd was always yeah. behind them. They were yeah, they yes. they enjoyed them. And then they broke them up. And what did they do? They put them in tag teams. I mean, that was the most ridiculous thing they could it, do. It was. It they, was. You know, so they, it's not them. It, it was more of the way that they were booked and taken yeah. care of, and they weren't taken care of because they did the same thing with heavy machinery. Uh, you mm-hmm. know, they broke them up, and then they put them both in tag teams. It was like, well, they didn't actually. They really didn't do anything with Tucker, but. Now, uh, you know, they put Otis in a tag team. So Mm -hmm. it's weird what they do sometimes. Moving along here, more news to cover in the world of wrestling. Uh, Thank you to the new people joining the show. Uh, This one has been getting a lot of attention, and we want people to sound off on it. This is a very very ladies-heavy show here. We have, like, three heavy stories here. Ladies, we got to give Um, the ladies the love, man. Athena, formerly known as Ember Moon in WWE, uh, revealed a lot of details, some pretty some pretty nasty ones about her exit from WWE and last year. And a lot of them were pretty alarming. This was in a very in-depth interview with Chris Van Vliet, who gets great interviews. There's a lot mm-hmm. of people love having these deep in-depth conversations with them. She basically lays out that she got lost in the structure of WWE, that the plan was for her to go back to NXT uh, following some injury time. 
and come back and kind of be repackaged, rebuild, help out other talent, do right by the other talent in the system for uh, after her tenure in the main roster on Raw and SmackDown, and then get ready for another run on Raw and SmackDown. And she got close to doing that, and to the point where they were like, hey, we're going to need you to change your hair. You're going to have to go back to the, the fire hair type look. That's the, This is word from on top. And she did the hair herself, which is a process. When you, when you start talking about dyeing your hair, that, that takes a while. Literally, it's a process. Mm-hmm. And uh, then she gets up and they say, no, we're not going to do that. We're just we're just going to right before it happens. And this is a part of being in WWE and the shuffling. Now, the thing that's getting the most attention after she gets it, she gets a little bit more emotional, starts laying out some things here about how much NXT changed after Triple H wasn't involved and he was on medical leave. And she kind of brought up this thing that got that, that has really gone viral. This is the big quote that everyone's kind of pulling from this interview. Is that WWE had meetings with people and a fashion expert, as she as she described, to dress sexier. Now, Fightful has fallen up on this. And a lot of people are like, oh, this is this is such a change, this is such a change. But this is something we heard is that they oh, were yeah. saying like, oh, yeah, the, we're, we're going to let the women yeah. on NXT be a little bit more sexier. We're going to let them push the bounds. It's going to be different from Raw and SmackDown a little bit in terms of presentation. Uh, but what is that? What is the, What are the new details that kind of came out on that? Um, from the uh, uh, what Amber said in the interview uh, was that we would have to sit through stupid meetings about how we'd have to dress sexy. I remember looking at someone else and laughing. I cater to children. I'm not about to wear f- fishnet booty. Butt cheek shorts. That is a lot of syllables right there. Uh, because we had a tw- two, we had a two hour meeting about how to dress like Mandy Rose. That's not fair. Mandy is absolutely phenomenal and amazing person, but not everyone is Mandy Rose. I started seeing this as a downslope as soon as Hunter was gone. For the first bit, we didn't know why. We just knew he wasn't there. I got so angry. I was sitting there thinking, I did nothing wrong. I didn't piss off Vince. They took Shotzi away. Hunter's gone. You guys promised me this wouldn't happen. You guys promised i wouldn't be lost in the shuffle i went on a losing streak to help you guys out and to build other talent so i could get a reward uh fightful learned about those meetings it was like a two-hour meeting she uh athena had mentioned Mm -hmm. several months ago but couldn't get anyone on the record that attended them now they're told that the nxt meetings were under the guise of fashion consulting and fashion aid to play up the fact that the women on the brand were larger than life stars the company brought in a fashion expert to conduct meetings back in october of last year one wrestler in nxt said that was a stark contrast because prior people on the roster were encouraged to either just wear their gear or an available merchandise shirt Mm -hmm. several people on the roster expressed expressed displeasure that the meetings took place and pointed the finger at john laurinaitis as they started uh, uh, we want we want those butt cheeks to come out um uh, despite we want the bl- those ember moons despite uh despite the blame uh they have not Jose. been able to confirm that Laurenitis had man. anything to do with I'm, it no jaron jeremy i'm Jawa. sorry to interrupt you reading reading card news, but jose that wasn't the shot ali Jawa. i'm just reading his comments we want to see the moons <laughs> come on ember embers embers moons I could probably do the voice better now that I've been sick. Uh, one talent uh, on the background said that they were encouraged to dress similarly backstage and didn't outright say that dressing sexy, sexier was spoken out loud, but it was implied. And they were given pamphlets and showing photos of uh, examples. Uh, like mm-hmm. literally it's like a page of 20 
photos of women that are pretty scantily dressed and says, hey, dress like this. So, or, 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 hey, take a look at these photos. Let me know what you think. And uh, let's keep it tight. So I've been able to text with a couple of people that know people that may may or may not have attended these meetings. And this is something I got in the last, I want to say like an hour ago. And, and the, 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 basically paraphrasing making a mountain out of a molehill was, was, was what I got was it, it simply isn't that big of an issue, but they did say that she, that the things that she expressed about getting lost in the shuffle seemed accurate. Well, so, yeah, they, they, I mean, her and Shotzi had such great chemistry. Yeah. And then you, put, and, and in the interview, she lays out a lot about how that, that, like, their tag team had a lot of momentum. And then you, and then you, they broke up the tag team, brought Shotzi over to SmackDown. And her and her and Tegan are both great, but they had no chemistry whatsoever. And obviously, it didn't last long because there just wasn't any chemistry there. Yeah. I was heartbroken when they got separated. And, yeah. That was such a great team. Yeah. They were, they just messed so well. The whole tank and, you know, army goth gimmick. It was just, punk rock it was awesome it was great and it meshed very very well that could have gone really well on the main exactly. roster to be honest that exactly. could have gone really really well on smackdown i don't know but, what they were thinking at that time yeah yeah exactly. but i mean I, I don't i don't know if i would say uh, a mountain out of a molehill though when it's women being told this and i'm just being i'm just carrying a quote yeah, that i got i'm just saying women being told I this agree. i don't i don't uh, you know that's kind of um going backwards in society by uh, saying well you didn't believe what she had to say and I, um, no i'm not this isn't they believe what she had to say about getting lost in the system but these meetings and things are <laughs> i'm told are common like these are common things in other companies as well so that was another thing as i was told these, these are common things in other companies as well uh and the person who told me this would have some insight on this doesn't mean they were there but they said like stuff like that happens all the time uh they did tell me that the, the the tag team getting broken up was was critical and and they think that's kind of what contributed to being lost i wish i could say more but i can't uh roland curtis thank you for the super chat embers top rope somersault stunner was me one of the best mm-hmm. One of the best, like, finishes. The Eclipse. Love that. Oh, man, that was that was cool. That looks so brutal, too. They did. Oh, they did. did. Thank you so much for the support there. We continue with these female-fronted stories here as we have rumblings of a possible dream match. Is there a dream match in the works? Trish Stratus says she's had her final singles match in a losing effort a few years ago on a WWE pay-per-view, excuse me, PLE, uh, against Charlotte Flair. But Need the PLE buzzer. What, uh, excuse me? What? Did you say pay-per-view? Um, what about Becky Lynch? Now we're hearing that Becky Lynch is ready to take on Trish Stratus. Is this a possibility? Trish has had a relationship with WWE recently, on and off, and was set to host uh, in December during the kind of the Amicran wave to host and be a contributor to live events for WWE in Canada. Uh, so what do you think here, boys? What is this? What's going on here? Yeah, I don't know. I, I, I think, <laughs> well, yeah, go ahead, go ahead, Jeremy. I think, I don't know. I, 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 they, they've had exchanges in the, in the past and I mean, hell, if Stone Cold has, a, can have a match in 2022, Trish Stratus can have a match in 2022 because we all know that she keeps in tremendous shape. So, um, I would like to see it, uh, honestly, you know, I'd like to see a lot of, Trish and somebody uh, currently on the roster. Same with Lita. You know, I, I I would love Lita. And Lita, you know, Lita even said just recently, 
they give her a call, she'll come. So uh, I, I would I would love a Trish and Lita tag team championship run just somewhere down the line. I thought we might have gotten it maybe to, uh, during WrestleMania, but we did. That'd be cool. Yeah, yeah I love the idea. I love the idea uh, just that Becky went and oh, it went ahead and teased it right during her interview. And what I loved about the quote was that, you know, that she beat up her hero, right? She beat up Lita in Saudi Arabia. And Trish wasn't her favorite. So imagine what she wants to do or going to do to Trish. So just by, you know, trash talking that little bit during that yeah. interview and trying to incite Trish Stratus, that might be enough just to bring her back at one of these big stadium shows. We got a UK show coming up. That'll be great for that. That'll be a great platform. Becky Lynch, UK representing. Yeah. Trish Stratus, right? There. That'll be a huge matchup for, for that UK show. So I don't know. I think, I think the, 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 I think the possibility is there. I think she's trying to speak it into existence. And then, um, you know, WWE will listen to her. So if Trish wants to go, I, I think it'll happen. I, they'll, mm -hmm. The WWE will listen to Becky's wishes. She's got that kind of pull. And Trish has got that kind of pull as well. So, and the it, thing is, just Trish want to do it. Yeah. You know, I mean, this is somebody where she, she has children. She's obviously in shape. She's still involved in the fitness world. Uh, and we'll do appearances for WWE you know, usually once, once or twice a year since since she's exited. And she's done a handful of matches. She did a WrestleMania match about 10 years ago. She appeared on Raw and did a match as well. Um, she's always kind of been down to do this stuff. It'll be interesting to see how this works because I think the current crop, and this isn't me dissenting or, or, or poo-pooing on it, right? But I do think the current crop of the fandom behind female superstars in WWE, they're starting to be a little bit more of a generational gap, just like we see with different things. I think the, the younger fans will be like, that's your wrestler. This is our wrestler. I do think that's something you can play on. I think that kind Absolutely. of like separation of, like for the younger fans, this is, Becky is their is their character the, the one that they got into? Whereas mm -hmm. you know, for for maybe more fans like around our age, right? Come on, Trish, go and mess mess this girl up, right? Exactly. And but then so you got those millennials that are huge Bella fans. Yeah. They, oh, huge, huge time. Like, and huge, now you, you got know? the you get the younger generations that's gonna see Cora Jade. They're gonna yeah. see Nikita Lyons, oh. and it's just Bianca gonna, Belair it, right now. With the example Bianca that Belair, she's yeah. for for these young African American girls globally i mean it is yeah. it is and really well i mean next friday we're gonna get trisha dora and uh willow teaming together two of the best independent women in the world are going to show up on rampage on friday which is very exciting to see guys if you haven't happens. done it yet you gotta slam that like button you gotta do that now you gotta engage with the show i see 77 Kev, I think, of you in I here i think kev i didn't think i think kev needs to hit it with a countdown i'm gonna hit i'm gonna hit with a three Getting get that thumb ready. Get that it's thumb like ready. Find out where the like is. It's like find out where the like is. Two. Get ready for it. Get ready for it. Get ready for it. One. There we go. You hit it right there. It's a thumble rumble, baby. It's a thumble rumble. He's, he's counting it down like like Drew counts down the Claymore. There you go. All right. So it's weirdly months ago, uh, a COVID nineteen situation in a wrestling organization would be our leadoff story. Uh, and we've come into a certain place as a society now where you can hear about <laughs> popular figures in sports and entertainment getting COVID-19, and there isn't this irrational rush to everyone to say, they got it because of this, and it's a conspiracy theory, um, and all these different things. It's something now to a degree that we can live with. The Center for Disease Control in the United States saying the pandemic uh, stage of COVID-19 may have ended, and that it has become manageable. 
so that that is a fun thing to hear. It is a, re- a relieving thing to say. And if you contribute in some way to the fight of the pandemic by getting vaccinated or doing your part or testing yourself regularly, you can manage it. And plus, also recent strains of the virus uh, by all including by all health sources, including the World Health Organization, have stated mm-hmm. that the, the recent strains, though more transmissible. Uh, and can be can be transmitted to people who are vaccinated are not as severe as early ones, but still poses a threat to people that have certain comorbidities. Those things aside, okay, WWE reportedly has had an outbreak of this recently. What talents at what level? We're not exactly certain. Uh, it is worth noting this is coming from the Wrestling Observer. Big Papa Dave Meltzer reporting this, and he states that though WWE no longer enforces a testing policy, many superstars are doing it themselves by simply just being on the road, being around crowds, and taking an increased risk. Which are, that's smart. That's yeah. that's, that's uh, incre- you see symptoms, you go and test yourself. I think that's smart, uh, and now it's manageable. Uh, how is this going to affect the backlash pay per view coming up here in a little while? Because that was something that happened to WWE throughout the pandemic. Happened. At the beginning of the year, Omicron, you had Roman Reigns being pulled from the show. Happened uh, WrestleMania. So, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. And almost some, yeah, could have been some WrestleMania stuff too. So, uh, what, what do you think here? This seems like a much more manageable stage that we're in here with life. And and this is less to do well, with WWE. Yeah, Not to belittle Rhea, anyone's. Rhea individual Ripley is a good example, right? Because Rhea Ripley yeah. had COVID about a week and a half ago. And she was only off of the show for one week. And so she came, she made a quick comeback. Yep. And that's what you're noticing a lot now, I guess, with this new strain or now at this stage of the pandemic. Now, because we do have a lot more people who have been exposed to it, either through the vaccine or, or actually catching the actual virus. Um, you know, their antibodies have built up and they get through it a lot quicker. Right. So um, so I think we're at a point right now that it's it's manageable like the cold manageable like the flu as long as you're healthy and and i think wwe sees that and the superstars recognize that that is not such a big deal anymore so um and and you're right kevin like a year ago i remember a year ago going breaking news because drew mcintyre had COVID 19 you know and at the time that was a big deal because we're, we're still learning about it but now fast forward a year later we're at a point where, you know, all the states are open. Everything's, you know, kind of mm-hmm. normal here in the United States. There's still places around the world that are still on lockdown mode. Um, <clears throat> however, we've gotten to a point now that we just rather kind of carry on and live forward and not really let this control us anymore. Yeah. Jeremy, do you think it's too early to pull um, to pull the, the, the testing? You think WWE should continue to do that just so you don't deal with the, the, the inconvenience of the whole thing? Um. I mean, if the if the superstars want to take the take the initiative themselves to do it, I think it's perfectly fine. I think the key thing is if they're as long as they're vaccinated. I think that's the key thing. Um, if, if they want to test themselves, I mean, they, you know, the, the the postal service put out the uh, the free tests. I got mine. Um, you know, you, you were able to sign. Well, up we got those. the we got those in what what January. We should have yeah. had those before Christmas. It's ridiculous. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and, and uh, you know, Carmella said she just had it. We saw her on TV this week. So mm-hmm. same situation. Uh, she was uh, get, getting slapped. God, she got slapped pretty good by. She did. She, she got cracked really hard. Uh, uh, Hangman Page, obviously, double or nothing is a little further away. Um, but yeah, they had to rewrite. They had to heavily rewrite AEW. I don't know. They must have had something big with him and Punk planned where instead they had Punk maybe on commentary for that. God, that tremendous Dax Harwood and Cash really Wheeler match. match. Yeah, oh, my. Really I knew it was going to be absolutely bang. fantastic. If you haven't seen it, go seek it out. 
I love so it. I don't know if that that played into it though. But uh, Hangman, I don't know if anybody else. I can't I can't think of anybody else off the top of my head that that was noticeably absent, which is interesting because you know they come back right away. They're just gone for a week or so, and and then they're back. So that's good to hear that. Mm-hmm. Um, we got this it. comment here from Chungus Khan watching us on YouTube asking us about the WWE Dazone uh, story. We actually uh, covered that story yesterday on yesterday's. That was our lead story. So if you want to catch that, that was a we with spent about Bill after with with Phil after Bill after was on the after. show. So you, could, you could check it out on yesterday's top story. We actually covered that. But from you guys are crazy. That was Bill after guys. Come on. <laughs> uh, we have several names debuting uh, in the in the in the next week here for all elite wrestling. And you may know this one right here, formerly known as Big Cass in WWE. He's seven foot tall, and you can't teach that. But and he's taught himself a lot recently, that. getting his life back together uh, and and becoming a more healthier, more cut, more swole version of himself. And impact bada wrestling boom, he is the biggest guy in the room. Yes, he is the doing? biggest guy in the room. Bada boom, doing? bada boom. How you doing? And now he is a, apparently set for a big debut. With all elite wrestling, it looks like he's being primed to be the new muscle behind MJF, uh, which is a role he's played before, where he's he's the muscle behind a smaller character yeah. who's on the microphone. Yeah, well, he brought he was brought in uh, to Impact Wrestling by Violent by Design to be their hired gun. He never really was in the faction, and then he went on to have like just a great feud with Moose. Uh, he had a hell of a hell of a year in Impact Wrestling. Uh, I don't know if this is a forbidden door thing or if if Tony's going to announce a signing because his contract expired last uh, last year and he's been working per appearance. So with Deanna also being on the show, I don't know if this is just another impact working with AEW thing or, or what exactly. But it's yes, we do have a Deanna Perazzo is set to take on Mercedes Martinez. Uh, and that involves the Ring of Honor interim women's championships. But if uh, if this is not a forbidden door and he's getting hired by Tony, good for him because he he yes. proved himself very well during his time in Impact Wrestling. Yeah, I'll and it's good you. on. Good, I mean, more importantly, it's good on him for having the health and clarity yeah. in his life. And, that he and, needed and that's after something that uh, that's something that's that we actually touched upon last year during last year's WrestleMania here in Tampa, um, where I actually got an exclusive with both Enzo and Cass at the time. It was the first time they actually reunited when uh, after leaving WWE, where they actually met each other and they appeared on camera. We actually got that exclusive. You guys check that out on our YouTube channel. We did that yesterday, but we actually touched upon that about how at the time, how great he was looking and how because he was battling depression, he was battling a, a, a lot of mental health issues. And that reflected on his physical appearance. And he just did this one big 180. And look how tremendous this guy looks. This guy is in way better shape than he ever was than in WWE. So for him to be getting this opportunity, hopefully, right, that it is him. Because why would you tease something that you oh, can't teach? Yeah. Right? Why would you Why would you tease that if you're not going to bring the guy that Plus, has a catchphrase? There's not many more monsters outside of of, of Lance Hoyt oh. and uh, or Lance Archer and... Uh, God, who else did he throw out? I mean, there's not too many more monsters bigger than Lance Archer and uh, uh, W. Morris is one of them. This is a good thing for him, man. Oh, man, that popped me. I I was, yeah, that was a surprise. That was a big surprise last night. I was, the internet was uh, burning down when he, uh, when MJF said that. Can I burn down the chat with with this question? Oh, boy. What do we get over here? How far are we from, from Enzo joining him? 
I my buddy, uh, my my podcast co-host Matt is going because it's in Baltimore, and he's like, "Man, I want him to be there." So, you know, the, you know, there's. Well, some... what do we got over here? We cup got of haters. A, we got a cup of haters. They were so good together at NXT. They were so. Uh, but they it, were it looks, so I mean, over guys. I don't. I'm still if, baffled. They never got the tag titles. If he gives MJF the middle finger, I want Enzo to be with him if he's going to be a babyface because they were so entertaining together in NXT. I don't know if you can hot shot it that quickly if you want to bring them out, but who knows? I mean, it's certainly. I mean, hey, MJF pisses off are, people, so yeah, they're, it, they're you could hot so shot together. a you could hot shot a middle finger to MJF easily because he's a, he's an asshole. Their names are so tied together. I think Enzo, in terms of the testy things that he likes to say in the microphone and how colorful he can be, would be quite the be a sight to see a tra- promo battle between MJF and Enzo. Oh, yeah. And that would like a, be historic. You could get like a tag match like uh, MJF and Sean Spears against Enzo and Cass. There you go. But then this is all about Wardlow. So, so this whole thing's about feeding bodies to Wardlow to crush. They slow. They slow. You know, they still slow burn things. I mean, look at a uh, look at a uh, sweet little uh, uh, what's her name? Uh, sweet little uh, with the varsity blondes. You know, she's sitting there on the stairs, all despondent, still wearing the eye patch because you know she's joining the House of Black. She, Julia Hart. She's playing. She's playing the long game. Uh, you know, oh, yeah, so they, they love the long game in AEW. They love the long Oh, yeah. That's, they live and die by the long game in AEW. Remember this angle from seven weeks ago? Because <laughs> like, 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 you can't just – I don't like, oh, think yeah, you can – you, yeah. you can't feed MJF to Wardlow on, on TV, I don't think. you gotta you got to double or nothing that, You baby. know what? Who knows, though? Because I think there's so much – they don't have the same type of bookending on their storytelling that like WWE has. Yeah. They have a pay-per-view every month. And I think the reason things feel so more drawn out there is because they are. They have and they give us big things on TV for free. Yes. And they give you big pay-per-view style matches on television. I feel like this should be a pay-per-view thing though, with these two guys. I agree. I think it, this should be a pay-per-view thing. Congratulations are in order for Bray Wyatt and JoJo Offerman. They've gotten engaged. Uh, congratulations to this couple. They've been together for some years. This is good news. Good good stuff for Bray. Uh, Post-WWE, we understand he is working on a horror film project. We don't hear anything else about his status. We did hear that there was no movement on him joining All Elite Wrestling, though many people were hoping that would happen. But his uh, brother, his brother uh, is coming back somewhere. Mm-hmm. So uh, certainly interesting here and and happy for them. I mean, this is just yeah. good, good, feel good news here. A good news story to wrap up the day. We had a, we had a bummer story with Athena earlier. Uh, very upset to hear about that. So good to have a story that is positive. Absolutely. You always want to start with a positive. Well, well, usually start with a positive and end with a positive. So, yes. Do you you guys think Bo Dallas announcing he's returning to wrestling is going to be any indicator that uh, that Wyndham is going to be not far behind? I don't know. Um, You know, I don't know. I mean, I know I know Bray has done some convention stuff that's very, very sporadic. And obviously those conventions, if you're only sporadic about them, you're only going to because they're lucrative. Right. And it's comfortable and all these different things. I know from talking to people in the industry, there's been offers for him to do independent dates and he's not biting, you know? And, and I remember we, we were talking when that release happens, this guy, if he hits the independence, he's going to make a ton of money, Mm -hmm. a ton of money. And he opted not to do that. Now he's doing this stuff and obviously he's getting engaged. So it's just a different point in his life. He seems like a guy who wants to do very specific type of things in a very produced way. So I think that lends itself to him going down the route of doing movies and doing different things like that. He certainly has a creative ability for it. He was uh, talking to WWE writers, as I mentioned, he, he was one of those guys who was 
finishing their sentences as they were pitching ideas to him and stuff like that. So when you have a guy like that, uh, he's a very creative guy. He's going to find his way into entertainment in some way, even if that's not pro wrestling, doesn't seem he's drawn independent wrestling at the moment. So uh, it'll be interesting to see how this plays out. Some people in the chat saying Bray should return to WWE uh, and Bray is a once in a lifetime superstar. I absolutely agree. Uh, people saying they made a big mistake by not, it by not keeping him uh yeah i agree so i think that's kind of a consensus there um but you know in the future i think we'll find out more about why you know i'm i'm, I'm looking forward to that book i want to hear that story i want to hear you know the stories you can't tell right now because wound's still fresh mm-hmm. so uh so just like we heard this athena story now because sometimes which is weird because it was almost it was nine months ago now <laughs> yeah isn't that, that yeah. that's that pandemic time, man, where you're like still like I'm still getting used to the idea of like, wait, it's been how long since yeah. this happened? What? I've been here a year. I just I just <laughs> someone just told me that I was talking to somebody. I was like, You've been in sports gear a year. I was like, a year? Really? Yeah, okay. dude. Uh, I, I, I think I got a memory from the first time you went uh, you did a live uh the, the first top story. Oh, what was um we, well, the I think the first stuff I did for you was the WrestleMania weather report, wasn't it? Yeah. Do you remember that, Jerry? Yes. No. Yeah, that was no. when when Mania was in Tampa, and it was like Russell oh, 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 oh yeah, I, I remember report, that. Yeah, yeah, it was. It was. Every, 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 every you were, I was talking to Jose, and I just came in, and I'm like, "All right, you're gonna have we're gonna have you run the stream, and Jose's gonna be there." I was like, "This like this is the first time I'm doing it. logistically. This is really really hard to pull off." Yeah. I was like, "What if his cell phone signal drops out? All this different stuff." And I'm talking to Jose Day up, and he goes, "I think they're gonna pause the show. I don't think they're gonna start the show on time." I was, and he's sending me pictures of it. I'm talking to other people at the show. I was like, we're doing a weather report. Yeah. <laughs> we did this weather report where I thought the whole time the stream was going to shut down. I'm like, this is going to be a disaster. Like, right as we started, I was like, this is my first one for him. It actually came be- out really good. <laughs> yeah, I remember, report. well, my first one was uh, the year-end uh, show with Jose and Rick and Denise. And then uh, um, I started doing Top Story, I think, in June. And then, like, literally a month on the job on a Saturday morning, I wake up hungover and Bray Wyatt's released. So I got to hop on and uh, break that news hungover. <laughs> so for all the big stories, all the little ones, too, we appreciate all you guys ride hard with us five days a week. Tomorrow is Friday. Uh, I, will not be here. I will not be here. I'm, I'm working on different things for AAW. Never say die on Fight TV Worldwide Pay-Per-View. Hey, maybe you don't want to watch SmackDown tomorrow. Go check out AAW. All right. We have banger banger card. We have Manders versus Silas Young, a blood feud in a steel cage. We have Josh Alexander versus Big Beef Gnarls Garvin, who I think is going to be an independent superstar. Mike Bennett taking on the Savage Weight Fred. Yeah, yeah. Speaking of Mike Bennett, I My just brother. did an interview with him. Your butter, your your cousin, your cousin from another butter. Guy. Uh, yeah, Pardon? yes. Uh, Mike Bennett and I have an interview out right now that you need to see. You really, really need to see. I know people like seeing the curtain pull back on WWE. He pulls back the curtain on everything, on every different company about why there's some things that are wrong across the board in wrestling. And he has some takes that may seem like hot takes, but are very logical takes, very reasonable ones. That interview's up now on our channel as well. You can check that out at sportskeeda.com. Once again, that pay-per-view is tomorrow night on fight.tv, F-I-T-E, TV. If you watch it, take a screenshot and tweet it at me at Kev Callum. Take a screenshot and tweet it at me, and I'll make sure that gets some internet rub from the people that need to see it as well. It really, really helps. I know you boys are busy. What do you got going on, guys? 
Uh, well, tonight, uh, I just found out a little bit ago that my, my show tonight for Regan's is canceled because Rico can't make the show, so which is fine. That just gives me more time to plan out for next week. It's fine. Uh, but, guys, as always, go, continue to follow me on Instagram and on Twitter. I host EG officially on TikTok. Um, I'm going to be uh, dropping – I'm working on a, on a really cool project that's going to be coming up here later this year. So uh, just continue following me, and I'll be releasing little teases here and there about what I'm working on. So go ahead and do that. Yeah, follow me on the Twitter at JB Huskers. I'm going to be doing a couple of shows on uh, Tuesday and Wednesday, so uh, make sure you follow me there on what's going on there. So I'll make a couple appearances, and uh, I'll be maybe live tweeting SmackDown, which is rare because I'm going to stay home. I did a lot of partying in Denver, so I'm going to be a good boy. Denver, tomorrow. man. Denver. Yeah, oddly enough, I did not do that. You Denver. didn't? No. <laughs> you didn't? Come on. I had a lot of alcohol, though. Oh, all right. Well, fine. Over you three. Yeah, I, I followed your journey. I was like, it, it, I felt like I was right there with you, drinking and eating along with all the amazing places you went to. That pinball place you went to looked amazing. Yeah, I was in a pinball tournament, and if you got if you went head to head with a guy, uh, it was a sweet uh, website app that uh, paired you up with the guy, paired you up with the table. And uh, if you when you got beat three times, you were out. So I'm like, oh, yeah, I'm probably going to go 0 and 3. I'll be happy to go 1 and 3. I ended up going 4 and 3. And so I had a winning record and almost made the top 10. So it was a lot of fun. To everyone watching, thank you guys so much. To the diehards who are with us every single day, we appreciate you so much. If you're watching for the first time, listening for the first time on the podcast apps, thank you so much putting us back on the charts. Number one, once again, this week in Ireland. I really, really appreciate it. Acknowledge that. us. Yes, remember, when watching wrestling, do the most important thing, which is what? You need to take a deep breath. You need to close your eyes and remember to enjoy wrestling. Yeah. Talk to them. Talk to them. Let me talk to you.